Haley to his left. Chess on his right. Hey, hold up. Don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret. He's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. Welcome to Wake and Jake. Happy Thursday morning. Hope everyone's having a good time. We, uh, as we did last week, we are running. I was gonna say a special edition, but I, I guess we did it last week, so that makes it not a special edition. We have a special guest today. Foolish baseball. Bailey Freeman, we can say that on the internet now? Yeah, you're allowed to. Just I, did. I, I love it. Yeah, it's out. Released. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Hope y'all are doing great as well. I, uh, I'm really excited. We, uh, we were brainstorming. You know, we did the international team with Joe's McFly last week. Uh, we might have a, I don't want to say a more special guest than you in a couple weeks. Um, but we, we have something special brewing, but we... You know, we're thinking, spinning our wheels, and man, I think we stumbled into the perfect guy to do this. Um, the, the Bakers remember a couple weeks back, I stumbled into a Jose Vidro wormhole where I was like, people don't know Jose Vidro was really good. Like, every time the Yanks played the Expos, it was either like Vlad when he was there or it was Jose Vidro, and he was a switch hitting. Second baseman Mauler that didn't exist back then, and uh, and then we just started reading off kind of classic baseball names. I think the Lebetard Show used to do this. I don't know if they still do, but there is something beautiful about '90s, early 2000 baseball names. Like it just makes you feel something. I don't know what that emotion is. Uh, so Bailey, I came to you, and I said, "Well, a the Jose Vidro speech I just gave." Yeah, but I wanted to do a baseball team draft of guys that are good, but also not like Hall of Fame good, yeah. like and not not even like that tier below where like oh Hall of Very Good right. gets thrown yeah. around, like no Donnie Baseball, no no, none no of Delgado, you know, right? Too good. The the yeah. guys that you look back and when someone says their name, you're like, this is our measuring stick for this draft. By the way, it's when the name is said, you're like, that guy was good. That like guy, that guy. That guy was a good ball player. The Jose Vidro effect. Um, so, I, Bailey, I know we we now host uh, some foolish baseball garb at the site, so we'll hype that. It looks like you have the hat on right now. Uh, love that. Uh, what's uh, what's going on? I think your your most recent video was most important hits in baseball history. That was a couple weeks. Do we have one? Can we tease the people with something? Do we have something dropping soon? Yeah, we, we have one coming down the pipeline okay. maybe in a week and a half. And, um, yeah, I'll say this one is about two players, one of which you absolutely know, big okay. star, and one of which you might have forgotten about. So almost kind of like this draft, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy, you know. It's perfect. Uh, timing is everything in life. So excited to see that. Um if you don't watch Bailey's videos, you're you an idiot. You probably watch our stuff, which is fine. Um, no, go uh, go check it out. Oh, close to 200k subs, Bailey Freeman. 
Very close. Woo! Very close. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Thank you. Um, so, uh, when, you know, BBD and I, we had the Jose Vidro discussion a little while back. When I came to you, Bailey, I want, we need to lay out some sort of ground rules. And where we landed was, you have, so hey, if you haven't been listening, which a lot of my listeners are great at, actually, um, if you haven't been listening, that was a good time to listen, because these are the rules if you want to play along at home. Uh, some basic ground rules we set up. You had, it has to be someone that we like know and you saw play. We said 90s and later, um, you know. No offense to some of the older baseball players, but I, I think if we dug out some of the deeper cuts in there, like I saw some names that would be like, oh, yeah, like I, I thought he was good, but I never really saw him play. That's not as fun. as The example I gave uh, last night was like Todd Zeal. If someone really wanted Todd Zeal, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we know Todd. You know, he kind of had the stand-up batting stance, a little first and third. I think Todd Zeal would be a bad pick. Um, not to ruin your guys' boards, but oh, crap. So we wanted, <laughs> we wanted to keep it under thirty career WAR. I think that's an okay measuring stick. Um, we wanted to no active players, so mm. it has to be a little nostalgia factor. Uh, for the pitcher, because we're just gonna do one starting pitcher. We wanted to. They don't have a top five Cy Young finish. I think that's a good challenge. We want a loose rule around that for the hitters. Um, mm-hmm. I think we will have some open discussion on it. I uh, think. I think like when you submit a pick, we can we'll talk about if that's a legal pick. I've got a couple guys that I think could get vetoed, and I'm comfortable if that's the decision. Okay. Land on. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll. Uh, you know what? I'm going to throw myself under the bus. It was a name that got me excited. But, for example, I think this guy would be illegal. Tino Martinez. He was right under yeah. 30 career war. He has, mm. a, he has a number two MVP season. Uh, and I think that's enough to eliminate him. Uh, so that's, yeah. that's a little bit of the mental scope I have. Um, Bailey, do you agree with that? I do. I just didn't know he had a number two MVP season. I guess that's kind of what changes it for me. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, yeah. he uh, he. One year, I think he had racked up like 140 ribbies or something like that. Wow, um, he had a crazy year. I'll check that out. And then the other caveat, uh, which you know, gentlemen's rules here, is uh, no no big injury guys that probably would have been a lot better if their career had gone. The example Bailey used was Grady Sizemore. Um, too good. I'm a pitcher, and we discussed Brandon Webb. Brandon Webb. I just saw another one. Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. Yeah. Um, So, gentlemen's rules. I'm sure we'll have a couple discussions around it. Uh, We are going to do a snake draft. We're going to do catcher, an AL lineup, catcher through DH uh, with a starting pitcher, and we will do a snake draft. Uh, What I need you to do. Bailey Freeman is think of a number from one to a hundred. Uh, we will write down a number on a piece of paper and we will do a random generator to select draft order. So it isn't allowed to be the number forty two. Yeah, forty two is retired here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have rules. Um, so I will write it down on this piece of paper. Have it's you, retired, not for the reasons you might think. Have, uh, it's just we all kept picking it. 
It's a great number. 42 is an well, all-time yeah. number. For random um, number mean, generator, 1 to 100. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy alone, right? And, mm. you, and then you get into Jackie Robinson and Rivera. It's a no-brainer. Mo Vaughn. Uh, so, okay. So, I've, I've written down... I guess, Bailey, what's your number? We wrote down numbers. I'm going to go with 31. 31. I wrote down 51. Oh, I went 32. Guy. Whoa. Ooh, okay. So I got the under. Okay. You know? So I will hit the random generator number, 1 to 100. BBD is watching. 17. 17. So, Bailey, if you'd like, you can you can pick your pick. So if you're a... If you think you want the wraparound, if you want the one, whatever you're open to. I'm going to take the wraparound. Okay. That's a that's a veteran move early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a veteran move early. Uh, We're going to see how this shakes out before I start making picks. I think especially in this one. I, I like that. Uh, BBD? And uh, my usual strategy, yeah. I don't have a clear 1-1. I don't know what I'm going to do with the pick that I'm about to make, but I'm going to take the number one pick because I get a little break. Yeah, the uh, the two pick. What's the phrase that Jimmy started using? Just the. Uh, I mean, I think I think he said it was torture. The torture chamber. Torture chamber. The torture chamber. The two pick. You just have to constantly be thinking, uh, and when you do the double up, you you don't always have to be thinking. So, uh, with that, uh, we will be doing our. I labeled it. What did I label it in the notes? Uh, the. The all these guys were good at baseball team, uh, so we'll see. That's a working title, um, and this draft is brought to us by Cushy Dreams. You guys probably know Cushy Dreams right now. They've been a huge part of John Boy Media this year. We love them. Promo code Jake for twenty percent off. You ever mess around with the CBD, Bailey? I have actually. Oh yeah, not the CBD weed, but the CBD as a chemical. Yes. Okay, well, this is this is the smokable CBD. I mean, they've got actual bud. This is their hustle. Um, they've got pre-roll. They, they've got everything over there. I always, the thing I, I always rip off if someone's not in this world yet and they're thinking about it, like they have different strains, so they have a relax. They have a create. That might be good for some, some of those foolish baseball shticks you're putting out there. Uh, hustle, peace, energy, uh, it's worth giving a shot. Like if if you're someone that, you know, you're you never were in the weed game and that's fine. It's illegal in a lot of states. CBD's legal in all 50. Give it a shot. If you got an achy knee, if if you just want to mix it up and try to create more or whatever you're looking for, trying to get a good night's sleep, CBD could be the solution for you. Go to cushydreams.com, K U S H Y, promo code Jake, 20% off your next order. So if you've already done it, Jake again, and you're good. Uh, if you're looking to get in the game, awesome. Get it for Father's Day. That's coming up soon, so you might have to get Express or do the like, Dad, I got you something. It's on the way. That's my bad, but it'll be here. Uh, so that's Cushy Dreams, promo code Jake. Um, with that, beautiful baby <clears throat> David. I think I've settled on who I'd like to select. Okay. Which is huge because it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's a big part of it. Uh, with the number one pick, I think I will be selecting Vernon Wells. Ooh, looked at him for sure. Okay, and uh, but- when I when I first came across his name on um doing my research at one thirty last night, sure, uh, I thought he was going to be too like good. He's, and I think he and he weirdly fell into I think the niche we're looking for. 
man. And he plays center field, which is big. That is big. Yeah, and so, Bailey, I, I should have said that. Outfield, we kind of have gentlemen's rules normally, but, like, your your guy kind of has to play that position. I, You know, corner outfield has some slacks. Yeah, right field or go to You got to picture this team on the field, yes, you know? Yes, exactly. Um, so let me – a mistake I made was not getting a spreadsheet out to track this, uh, so I will do that. BBD, Jaqib, uh Little inside story about me. If I ever did a create a player, I used to name them Jaqib. J A K I I B. I I B. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so First name? I guess I'm just putting everything out there. Yeah. Jaqib's story was usually the play. Less letters. Soccer team used to call me Jaqib. I like that. We just made dumb nicknames. Isn't young a special time? Bailey, I'll let you talk about being young for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, being young, you're spring chicken. You know, you wake up in the morning, you feel great, you're ready to seize the day, and you're filled with a romantic irrationality. And I think that's what makes being young such a powerful thing. Boring. You should try to hold on to it, not relinquish it. <laughs> you're honestly so right. Uh, that was beautiful. Uh, Thank you. And BBD, Vernon Wells is kind of the epitome of this draft. Um, if you watched the Toronto Blue Jays play while Vernon Wells was, you know, one of their best players, he was really good. Uh, really good. I know Yankee fans kind of got a little bad taste of Vernon Wells at the end of his career, uh, but they got a good taste right in the middle there. So that's uh, yeah. that's a fantastic pick. Yeah. I like the position. I'm well, really happy that's uh, where we landed because I'm not sure. I went with names I liked with kind of the rest of my board. Yeah, okay. I think premium positions are going to be something I'll be targeting, you know, and center field is definitely one of those. And uh, this is an interesting one. No, I, that guy's good value. I think I can get him a little later. Um, you know what? Positions. I think positions are important. Um, you want to get a guy that you like, that you believe in. Um, I think with that, I am going to go. I mean, I. Oh, no, I can't do that. Yankee fans will be so mad at me for that. Um, Ooh, I think I know who a guy you thought of. You know what? No, I think I found my guy. Let me just make sure he never had too many good years. Yes, I had a great conversation about this player the other day. He was a stud. For some really good teams For like a a Six, seven year span Which was one of the other guidelines I kind of laid out This guy is an all time Baseball name I am taking a third baseman I am taking Edgardo Alfonso Who's absolutely on my board Yeah, I mean that's He's a sex symbol, a baseball Player, all of it I just For six years I think he was a 380 On base guy um, and I was talking to a Mets fan the other day, and obviously Piazza gets all the love and deserves a lot of love, but he, w- the Mets fan was saying, <laughs> like that I'm just labeling him Mets fan, uh, he was saying that like if you watch any Piazza highlight, you will see Edgardo Al- Alfonso on base in front of him. <laughs> like He sets up every moment, so I'm happy with that. That's, I like that. All right, so that, that brings it to me, right? And I have yes, to turn. Sir. So you have the double. Okay. I'm trying to think of how I want to do this. Okay. First pick, I'm going to make... If there's a weakness this player has, I think it's the name. Hmm. The name is a little on the generic side. 
However, I think he makes up for it with his play, and that is going to be Brian Roberts. Mm. He's mm. going to play second base for me. Uh, Brian Roberts had some amazing years. He had 50 doubles twice in a season. He also had a 50-steal season, a 40-steal season. Good OBP guy. Yeah. And and at 29 and a half war, I mean, you know, he just comes just under it. I remember when he played, I feel like there's a whole narrative about like his vision. I don't know if you all remember that. Like he had contact, struggled, got LASIK, had like a career year. I think that was Brian Roberts. But yeah, that's going to be my pick for the first round. I always love a Brian, good. I always Brian love Roberts is second base. I always love a good LASIK guy. Um, oh, yeah, for those, sure. I love the LASIK guys. Uh, the non-sleep guy, the sleep apnea guys. Those oh, stories those guys, yeah. are always fantastic. And then I feel like we used to do the ADD medicine guys. Like I think that was an Adam LaRoche thing for a little bit, but I don't know if that's out or what the rules are on that. But no, Brian Roberts was a problem when when yeah. he was a stud. I mean, he was like your dream leadoff two hole hitter. Um, so I love it. You uh, you get the double. If All I right. if I'm I can a- chime in on Brian oh, Roberts. Please. Sure. I'm ashamed of myself for not having him on my board. Wow, I I liked him a lot as a as a kid who played second base because mm. they weren't good. Um, he was a guy I liked a lot, and the Yankees played him a lot. Did cool stuff. I like Brian Roberts. I love it. It's <sighs> a great pick. I love it. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, and then for my turn, I'm gonna go ahead and pick my starting pitcher. Can I do that? Yes, you can. Um, okay. I'm interested. There's, I'm. I'll I'll put it all out there. I'm currently eyeing starting pitchers, so okay. I'm gonna go ahead and pick Ben Sheets as my starting pitcher. Um, I was a huge Ben Sheets fan. He uh, Ben Sheets had a I think an 18 strikeout game against the Braves. It was 17 or 18, and then he also finished his career with the Braves. That was the last team he played for in the majors. Mm. Another fun Ben Sheets fact is that he's an Olympic gold medalist. He played for Team USA at Sydney in 2000 before he made the majors. So my starting pitcher is going to be Ben Sheets. I mean, he's it's A, a great baseball name. Um, You know, you followed up Brian Roberts with that. And, yeah, if you watch baseball in that era, you remember when Ben Sheets came up, it was almost like a, I don't want to say a Kerry Wood effect, but it kind of felt like that, like, NL Central guy, big strikeout days. You were in for a bad time if Ben Sheets was on the mound. Um, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I, uh, I mean, now what I'm questioning is, you know, if I take a starting pitcher now, mm. that leaves BBD with the open starting pitcher. You could save that to the end. Um, but you also want to get a guy you like, and I know how it's much... It's a guy you like. I know how much BBD likes Steve Traxel. Um... <laughs> You know what, I think I'm going to do it. I always loved this guy. He seemed like a fantasy lock. He seemed like a a big game pitcher to me. Uh, Another big boy. Uh, I will double check to make sure he fits the requirements. Um, Yes, he does. Um, I am taking Matt Cain of the San Francisco Giants. Um, A, his name came up pretty early because if you search from 30 war down, he's like a 29 so that was a part of it. But, I mean, Matt Cain, when I think of good Giants teams, uh, I think of Matt Cain. He walked away with two rings, uh, eight playoff starts, a 2-1 ERA. He, he was a dude. He was a dude. Yeah. Kind of got one up by that Mad Bum guy. Um, 
if I'm remembering those years correctly. I think so. There, there, was there were definitely one. years where Matt Cain was better, though, I think. I like so, that. So, I mean, I, I he, was a, he was a big game pitcher for sure. I assume he as, caught as well as the Matt Lincecum years, too. He's Timmy. Never, between the two of them, he was never a good overshadow yeah. guy. So, mm-hmm. okay. So, Brian Roberts, Ben Sheets. Matt Cain will be my starting pitcher. And now, BB, BB doubles. You are up. Okay. Uh, I'm in. Oh, okay. All right. I found the pitch I'm going to take later. Wow. Right to town. Save wow. that. Just flexing on us mid draft. All right. I'm pretty stoked about that. All right. <laughs> I've got. This is the first pick. I think I, I would not object at all if you veto this. Okay. Okay. Paul Canerco. He has. Yeah, he has he a top so borderline for me. MVP season. Like some all star years. And the vibe is better, but somehow he didn't rack up that much war when I did the research. Canerco's an interesting one. I mean, he was as consistent as consistent was. I think if we did this again in five years, we'd we'd know more how history remembers him. But I I remember him for being really fucking good and made a a lot of all-star teams and stuff. So I'm, I'm comfortable with the veto. If we yeah, he has like 440 career home runs or something like that. I did look at him uh, when when I was doing my research. I would actually I would give him a non veto. I ha- I have um, other first basemen if we want to go there. I wouldn't yeah. take them yet. You know I'm what? Looking, I'm, I'm looking at the type of first baseman I have, I, and I'm fine. Yeah, with it. I, I'm fine with I'm it. I'm fine with it. I mean, I I think a lot of baseball fans know Paul Canerco, and he was. He's got a one or two standout years. Outside of that, he was Paul Canerco. Like you were getting, you know, high twenties homers. He's a good right-handed bat. No, I I think Paul Canerco plays. Yeah, how huge is it that the um, White Sox went from Paul Canerco to Jose Abreu just like that? I mean, it's just you just get a good season every year at that position for. 20 years. It's pretty great. Especially our uh, our Yanks this year at first base have been uh, pitcherish. Pitcherish. Yeah. Trying to be hitters. So, yeah. Uh, the committee looked at it, and it's allowed, BBD. Okay. Paul Canerco and Vernon Wells. I mean, that is... Mm-hmm. That feels like a fantasy baseball team I had. And I'm... And I think I'm about to add another name... Okay. ...to your former fantasy... From your former fantasy team... I'm going to take a short stop. Michael Young. Mm. Ooh, Mikey's under. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He, under the, never finished higher than eighth in an MVP race. Okay. Ward does not like his defense. That's why he's yeah. under. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. The boy could he hit. Michael Young is a incredible hitter. We looked at the stats one day. How many hit? I mean, 2,300 hits is insane. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that's a great pick, BBD. Yeah, I think history, you know, played at the same time as, as Jeter and those right. other shortstops, so I think people kind of have forgotten about him, which is kind of the vibe I went for with most of my most of my board. Just a guy you would have forgotten about. If you recall the Instagram videos I used to do, that was basically all those were, were guys I, I thought about too much. I like that. Um, no, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. Um, okay, I... Positions. There's a couple positions on the baseball field I like a lot, um, and I want to focus there. 
God, scrolling through some of these names is so fantastic. I mean, Matty Alou. God, that does something for me. Um, you know what? This guy is another pushing the boundaries of war. He's an incredible baseball name. Uh, some of his young years, I think the stolen bases would surprise people. Um, always loved watching him play. I am taking center fielder Marquise Grissom. That was definitely on my board. That's a great pick. I mean, I didn't think the name factor was going to be huge on my team. I guess Matt Cain doesn't play that game, but Marquise Grissom and Edgardo Alfonso has given me some feels, so I'm I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Marquise Grissom had like back to back seasons with seventy plus steals. Yeah, he, which is insane. Ninety one and ninety two, which is funny because we all probably picture you know. 2000 plus Marquis or at least 97 plus Marquis Grissom. Yeah. Um who, you know, was a solid, you know, does he have a 2020 season in there? Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean 78 <laughs> in 76 steals for Marquis Grissom. Uh how about it? 29.6 career war. So again, a slightly lazy under. uh right under 31, but I checked the center field box, so I'm happy with that. Marquis Grissom also made the final out of the 95 World Series, won by my beloved Atlanta Braves. He caught that final uh, flyout. So uh, that's another Marquise Grissom fun fact. And I think his son plays for like Georgia Tech. Ooh, so he's a Marquise might... Grissom Jr. We might get that on the Blue Jays in a few years. Yeah, I mean, mm. that's uh, that's inevitable. I had kind of a mad thought on the couch last night after Bo Bichette homered, and I was just like, nobody else thought to grab the alumni kids. They all had to go to the Blue Jays. Well, isn't wasn't one other savvy team out there? Come on, Diamondbacks. Um, sorry, that's that was on my chest. Um, Bailey, you have the double. Oh, okay. What fun! I'm gonna go. Hmm. This is a tricky spot. I'm gonna go with my center fielder. Well, I could wait on that though. In that, so because right. you have well, you well, can, okay, so I'm gonna wait on that then. I'm I'll, not gonna I'll give that. you the warning. Somebody might gr- still grab him and slide an outfielder to another spot. I fell yeah, into that I, trap yesterday. That, that would out. be I tricky. I talk about it with Bellinger. Just trust your heart, is what I'm I gonna trust my heart. I think this is kind of like an ultimate, oh yeah, that guy was really good when, when he pops into your head okay. type of name. So I'm gonna go for that. I'm gonna pick at catcher Carlos Ruiz. Chooch. Oh, yeah. yeah, Chooch was in. Chooch was in the game for me. Yeah, um, Carlos Ruiz. I did go look at like his. I know we're using baseball reference. I did go look at some of his fan graph stuff just to see the framing. Yeah, mm. uh, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, however, he had some just crazy offensive seasons with the Phillies, and I just every time I think of Carlos Ruiz and I think of like the good Phillies teams. Yeah. I'm like, that guy was such a key part of it, you know, and and we all remember, you know, Rollins and Hamels and how all these guys, but I mean, Carlos Ruiz was an absolute, like, force of nature at his best. Yeah. Didn't debut until 27, which I didn't know. Looking at his page now. Yeah, Yeah. I mean. I guess he was never the premier catcher, so only got one all-star nod. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, man. He, I know a couple dogs named Chooch. 
Mm-hmm. Um, friends from Philly that enjoyed baseball in that era. So that's always kind of a weird thing. Like, I guess it's nice. <clears throat> I guess it's better. I guess a nickname is better than their human yeah. name. Yeah. Like, Jeter to Chooch. Is that the new 30 to 30, Jeter to Chooch? Yeah, Jeter to, the Jeter to Chooch pipeline. I think so. <laughs> I think yeah, I think so. if, you, if you're going, yeah, it's got to be not, like, literally their name. I think it's a little weird. I uh yeah okay that's a great pick Bailey I had the the three catchers I was eyeing Chooch was one of them um I think I have well no I don't I don't need to tease that uh you have the there's good catchers you have the second you have the follow up pick Bailey the wraparound excellent okay I'm gonna go for and I don't know if this is a guy who when I say the name you're gonna be like instantly like like that guy was great or anything like that mm-hmm. but it's one of those you go back you look at the numbers and you're like wow this guy had some monster seasons um richard had uh richard hidalgo wow. uh, mostly known for his years with the houston astros and uh he had two just monster seasons in 2000 uh height of the steroid year so a really high run environment he had an ops over a thousand in 153 games and then in 2003 he had a season that was almost as good as that. So, And he was also a pretty solid defender in right field, which is what I'm okay. drafting him for positionally. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to go for at the turn here. And the reason I'm picking him is because I have other right fielders on my board, but I don't think any of them are just quite as good as him, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, the peak you can get with him. Richard what? Hidalgo. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a name that I think more baseball p- people should know. Like, I, I think when you say, you know, Marquise Grissom, Brian Roberts, Paul Canerco, I think a lot of a lot of baseball ears chirp up. If you're at the local Wrigleyville bar and you say some of those names, I think a baseball fan. Richard Hidalgo goes under the, under the carpet a little. That's not a phrase. But, yeah, how about 44 homers, 122 ribeyes in 2000? That's nuts. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, like, that's nuts. God. And then a couple years later, 28 ding-dongs. Yeah, I mean, for a four-year stretch, he had a 895 OPS. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I don't remember him defensively. Did, was he anything? He rates out okay? I think he's just perfectly acceptable, and there's a lot of corner outfielders I looked at who are below perfectly acceptable I think, defensively. I think a lot of the guys that end up getting picked here, a lot of it is a lot of why their war didn't rack up. Is because oh yeah, defense. for sure. Well, and that's where. So, I mean, not to copycat Bailey. There's, there's a guy I stumbled into that I, I'm shocked his WAR isn't higher because I remember him being very good defensively. But again, analytics over time doesn't doesn't always remember guys that way. Um, I am also going to go with right field, and he has one year that if if you guys. Wanna wanna question it? I'll be open to it, but I think you guys should be fine. I'm gonna take Jermaine Die. Yeah, um, he's he's a strong pick. Only 20 career WAR. Really? I am sh- defensively he grades out terrible, and I remember him having a fantastic arm. But I guess that, I guess if that's the, the tool, the only tool you've got, that couldn't save the whole. That would make a lot of sense. Like he won a Gold Glove in 2000. Let's see if if he graded out well that year defensively. Um, not really. I know so. there, at one point there was a like people used to write articles about like, well, historically gold gloves don't actually go to good defenders; they just go to guys that hit well, <laughs> had and a good arm, like, and 
He might had be a good arm, made some highlights. And he had he had an injury, so there was a half. There was maybe an injury argument there. He had that crazy foul ball off the leg, and then I didn't. 2006, which you know he's 32, kind of the back end of his career. He had a massive season where he was fifth in the MVP. So that was a borderline caveat. I think if Mike Canerco picks legal, that's legal. Yeah, that's okay. that's a good point. I mean, also uh, Jermaine Dye. He had like the game winning hit in game four of the 2005 World Series. We're a clutch so team. that's another pretty cool thing. Yeah. We're a clutch team. Matt Cain, Jermaine Dye. I mean, that's that's what you want. Um, BBD. My next pick, I'm going <laughs> to, similar to both of your last rounds, I'm going to also take a World Series okay. be- winner who's beloved by the team. I think he's still liked. Heroics. Uh, he will be playing left field for me. Uh, I'm going to take Pat Burrell. Pat the Bat. Pat the Bat. All-time stories. Pat could, Burrell. C- could be a slide to DH later. Yeah, I don't know could how, be. I don't know how BBD's drafting, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I do think... Pat Burrell. However, I think it's going to turn into me taking four outfielders, especially since I've taken four in the first... Two in the four, first four rounds. Okay. Mm. We'll see That's how it maps out. me showing my hand there, but that's the game. Pat the um, bat, man. That's a good pick. Yeah. It's a little boring. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're getting real. I mean, maybe I'm saying that as just like someone who grew up a fan of, you know, watching a lot of NL East baseball. Yeah. Pat Burrell was just so ubiquitous. So he's strong in that sense. But also, <laughs> yeah. when, so we, when his... you said this draft, I was like, oh, yeah, Pat Burrell's one of these guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm comfortable with that. I didn't realize, like, just like he had so many years, like, substantially above average by like OPS plus and stuff. Looking at baseball, he's a true slugger. I thought man. he had like a, a shorter peak than he did. Pat Burrow is a true slugger. Um, some stories that probably won't age well over time, but good for Pat the Bat. And then with my on my wrap around here, I was surprised this guy qualified because he had such a long career. It may, it must, maybe it's defensive stuff not holding up in hindsight. By the way, BBD, your team right now is literally a fantasy baseball team I had. Mm-hmm. Canerco, Michael Young, Pat the Bat, and Vernon Wells. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I'm so sorry for interrupting you, but I was like having PTSD. Over and I, <laughs> I'm at another guy. Good. Cause I think you can tell where where we're, uh, my baseball memories lie, whatever. Sure. Um... I'm going to go to the catcher spot. Okay. I was surprised this guy qualified. Defensive stuff is probably what, what's holding him back. I don't re- I don't have any memories of him either way defensively. Jason Veritek. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know he qualified. Yeah. I was I was very surprised. On baseball reference, he has a 24.2 war. Uh, and fan grass is what I used to sort to get like the, my first round of stuff, and it was below 30. I don't remember what the number was. Most of the guys' fan grass was a little more favorable. I'm, Actually, it was a bad split. Everything you want in a catcher, man. I mean, team leader, obviously, we're Yankees fans, so there's a lot of bad emotions towards Veritek during when you're that age watching baseball. But switch hitter, good hitter. You know, if he was in a big spot, you didn't want to see him up there. Yeah. Is he going to be a coach? Wasn't there rumors on that? I think he... He's just going to take the Red Sox job if Cora falls out? I think he's an assistant of some sort with the Red Sox right now. I thought I saw him in the dugout when they played. 
but Chase and Veritek two weeks ago. Okay. I, I, I think I remember like when the Cora stuff happened. He said like, "I'll take it, It'll, but only if you promise to replace me with Cora in a year." And it's like I don't think they can say that's what they want to do. He's currently the game planning coordinator uh, for the like, Sox. So that's a that's real huge. title that's existed for a while. Hit, run, catch, win. Game plan coordinator. Uh, great picks, BBD. Veritek was on my board. You guys have your catcher, so I will now wait on that strategery. As they call it in the biz um, Okay Let's get um, I'm weak up the middle right now But I found a left fielder That I am in love with No wait Jake wait Don't Shoot your wad um, Okay I found my guy um, This guy was a little bit of a late bloomer At the shortstop position I remember him being a fairly big prospect. It didn't click, and then it did click with the Detroit Tigers. I am taking at shortstop Carlos Guillen. Um, switch hitter. I like that. I'm assuming defensively he didn't rate out. Oh no, he didn't rate out poorly. Um, but just Probably just the late bloom. Took a little while for his under. bat to kick in, but from age 28 to 32. 308, 377, and 870 OPS at shortstop. Switch hitting. Mm-hmm. And that and that's in Detroit too, yeah. right? So that's a, it's a tough ballpark. Los Tigres. Uh so yeah, I'm okay. I'm happy with I wasn't locked in my board coming in, but like him. Like him. Carlos Guillen, I'll write that in the sheet. Foolish. Okay, I'm gonna go for my well, I can still okay. I could risk it by continuing to wait for this center fielder who could get snatched into a corner spot. Okay, who I'm definitely going to pick is uh, I'm going to pick Ryan Klesko. Mm. It's a good baseball name, Klesko. I mean, that's a great baseball that's name, and he's going to play probably first base for me. He could slide over to that DH. We'll see. So I would say pencil in for first base. And uh, Ryan Klesko, best known for playing with the Braves as well as the Padres. Slugger. He slugged 500 for his career, and and that was across 16 seasons. You know, 278 home runs. And that's tough because he played about half his career with the Padres in a not-so-homer-friendly park. Yeah, I mean, that this guy, he could hit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's kind of the best answer you can give to, like, a Paul Canerco is, is Ryan Klesko. There is a guy, and so I still have first base open. And War Rise, he doesn't raid out anywhere close to Klesko. And I wonder if it's just defensively. But no, man, I mean, Klesko was a problem. Klesko was a problem. And that's, it's a really good baseball reference page. I mean, he just, he averaged. From 95 to 03, which again, that feels like two different eras of baseball almost. Uh, an 892 OPS, uh, pretty much 30 homers a year and 34 doubles. Like, yeah. Klesko's a great pick. He was on my board. Great player. Okay, for my follow up pick, hmm, I'm going to go for. In left field, Mr. Jason Bay. 
Wow. He was oh he was on my board. Mets legend. Uh, yeah, Mets legend Jason Bay. Also also a Mariners legend, which I didn't really remember, but now that I'm looking mm-hmm. at his baseball reference page, he was also a Mariners legend. And a Padres legend. Um but yeah, Jason Bay, I mean, you know, it's kind of like the Klesko version of a left fielder. You know, does he offer much defensive value? No, but uh, you know, you just get a just get a really good bat in there. And and Jason Bay was a really good hitter. And I think when we're talking about that, you know, seven-year stretch, you know, he definitely had that. Yeah. And I don't think all the players I have have that, but he definitely had that. Yeah. BBD, any Jason Bay thoughts? I saw you. I um, yeah, he came up in my in my crowdsourcing slash. Oh wow! I didn't crowdsource. Wow. I was scouting fan grass. Um, yeah, if I if I was gonna get, walk away with either him or Pat Burrell. Um, okay. Yeah, I really liked him. He finishes just under not because of injuries, but because of just Mets. Yeah, he got Metsed a little bit. Um. No, it, it's a per- defense it's a perfect example of how sick this sport is. I mean, th- three out of four years, oh five to oh eight, he had thirty plus homers, hundred ribbies. Like <laughs> that's such a good baseball player. <laughs> that's yeah, like that's that's nuts. Like to to do that f- to do that for one season. Never mind to repeat it, which he did like three or four times. Uh, yeah, and it sucks that he kind of gets remembered how he does because of a contract that didn't work out at the end. But Jason Bay was good. Um, Red Sox here was nuts. I uh, great job, Bailey. Um, I have so I have another guy who's got one borderline season. He's a guy that I bring up all the time, and I think his his peak. Maybe doesn't match some of these guys But the duration of it And just every time you played this team This guy was going to be a problem He was going to hit a double At left field And if you guys Want to want to quench it You can He has a, a 4 in the MVP Nothing else is even close to that For one year Garrett Anderson mm. Garrett Anderson he, he has a 25 career war Um a lot of hits, if I recall correctly. A uh, lot of hits. Let's see where he landed hits-wise. 25 hundy. He's a little bit of an accumulator. I mean, he kind of has no bad seasons. Um, I mean, you know, if you obviously go by OPS, there's lower years and there's down years. Um, let's see if I sort by that. His worst season is 2009 when he was 37. He had a 705 OPS. His highest was an 885 OPS. So it was never wow. it was never out of control, but man, if you played that Angels team, like Garrett Anderson was going to hit a double in the gap that scored a run. Um so I'm I'm taking was- him and I've just to I have a DH that I think I'm going to take that has pretty low war and I think it it's going to balance balance any of my controversy. With, with that, so hmm. Garrett. Yeah, I remember those those Yankees and Angels teams faced off a few times. Garrett Anderson was kind, somehow was always the guy I was like most scared of. I mean, he just he, he came through every time. I don't want to in give, my memory. Don't want to give picks away, but it was like Figgins and Eckstein were a 
trouble. Yeah. And Garrett, Gloss, Salmon, like, those teams were good. For, <laughs> for me, like, the first player I looked at when you talked about, like, doing this draft was Darren Erstad, mm. and he has just over 30 war. Um, but Darren Erstad had, like, a crazy season. I think it was 2000, where it just you wouldn't believe the numbers if you saw him but so yeah Erstad and there's just a lot of those guys on those Angels teams that definitely you know could qualify for a draft like this Bailey you you know I love getting a little stoned and then once a month I'll send you a weird DM that says like maybe this could be a thing you do those Angels teams cuz you you mentioned Erstad in that ilk Troy Gloss and so if you're mm-hmm. a person that's a baseball fan and maybe you're not too far into war or if you're just a general sports fan, like Troy Gloss has a 38-career war. He has some mammo seasons, back-to-back 40-homer seasons. From, from 2000 to 2006, he had an 887 OPS at the hot corner. Like, obviously yeah. he wasn't strong defensively, but that's an incredible ball player, and it's I think it's now funny that him and Erstad are both just out of reach because uh, those teams were were so good with, like, good ball players, but not Hall of Fame, oh, my God, ball players. Yeah, they didn't have Mike Trout. You know, it was just, just really good top to bottom. Oh. Um, okay, so good pick by me still. Mm-hmm. We're still celebrating that. I think strong Perfect. pick, yeah. Perfect. BBD. And I am going to one of his teammates. I felt really oh, wow. bad that you mentioned him because I'm because I'm going to go there. I'm taking Sean Figgins. Okay, and it gives me some versatility and some options in the late game if I'm I'm not cornered okay. in. Uh, so I'll slot him into third base for now. But just just a menace to have to play against again when the Yankees and those Angels teams played each other. Just a menace. Anytime you played against him in the video games, he was like. Mm. It was like cheating to be able to use him because just steal a bunch of bases, be fast. Great video game player. You can play him yeah. whenever you want. And man, how about this? Led the league in walks in 2009. I have a stat for that. Yeah? Are you ready for it? Let's see. Okay, so here's... Okay, there's five players with 100 walks and 40 steals in a season since integration. One of them is Sean Figgins. The others are Bobby Abreu, mm. Joe Morgan, Ricky Henderson, and Barry Bonds. Those are the only five players since integration to have 100 walks and 40 steals in a season. And I think if there's any like sort of Sean Figgins thing, it, he has kind of the Jason Bay problem where he went to Seattle and it just wasn't any good and they paid a bunch of money mm. for him. But, I mean, yeah, absolute beast of a player. And, you know, speed and steals – you know, hard to come by in this draft. Yeah. So I think it's a very strong pick for that reason as well. Some versatility. Yeah. We'll see if BBD uses Defense. that. And he's a, Bailey, you mentioned, and sorry to our all our Seattle fans that are getting pooped on for no reason right now. He was a, there's guys in sports when you know they leave that team, it's over. Yeah, that's John sure. Figgins was like the angels and magic and, the single that got through, and yeah, I mean, his Seattle numbers are awful. Such a drop. <laughs> so, so, BBD, you get LAA, Sean Figgins, and your second pick. My second pick, I'm hoping this will make Mariners fans feel a little better. I think I'll, I'm going to take a DH. 
who I can move to the outfield if I need to later. Okay. Um, I know who this is. Raul Abanez. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, late bloom, such he's the, like one of the classic late bloomers. More homers in his forties than his twenties. Uh, just fun stat. Oh, and Abanez. Uh, yeah, a lot of homers. Awful defense if yeah. I have to put him in the outfield. But yeah, sure. well, Abanez. He has like over two thousand career hits, and he didn't really get going until he was like twenty nine, which is insane. And uh, another fun thing with Raul Abanez that you just alluded to is, uh, you know, if you're ever bored, you can just Google the phrase uh, "Raul Abanez takes pride in his defense," <laughs> and uh, you'll find a lot of interesting stuff if you Google the phrase "Raul Abanez takes pride in his defense." <laughs> so I would say check that out as well. I love it. I love it. Um, BBD, great picks. Great picks. Love, I mean, love your fantasy team of my yeah. my fantasy team used to be named the T-Ball and Trojans, and I'm like, I'm looking at the T-Ball and Trojans right now. Um, so there's a, a little more inside information about me. I guess I didn't realize I was going to reveal so much today. Um, what I'm going to do, man, I really, I think I want to get a second baseman this round. Uh, Brian Roberts is off the board. You guys, the other positions I need are kind of blocked off a little bit. Um, oh, so I like this guy. Is he too good? No, I don't think so. All right, should I go with speed or pop? I've got Gian. I kind of need pop. Um, it would be funny if at this point you just picked Jose Vidro. Well, that's after we, I almost after he was the basis for this. I almost took him one one for that reason until I stumbled into Vernon. I Wells. I actually should have said that. I think there should be a no Jose Vidro rule. I think that's okay. beautiful. Um, because yeah, otherwise I'm I'm kind of an absolute idiot for not taking him. Um, oh, he's still playing. God, there's a couple good names on here. Second base. Was, Second was base a is the best name position. area. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, I guess it's not that surprising if you think about the logic behind makes why sense. it is. sense, and you always fall in love with the second baseman. Um, uh, okay. Uh, at second base, I'm not going to take him. You know what? Screw it. I am going to take a guy that... Is going to be an interesting baseball reference for for my kids to look at. Two years of production you don't see at the second base position. Friends of my friend, Trevor Plouffe. I'm taking Brian Dozier. Yeah, I definitely looked at him. I'm taking Brian Dozier. I mean, 42 bombs from a second baseman. Like, that doesn't happen. Followed it up with 34 I mean, 28 the year before that uh, makes him seem like a slouch. And it's, again, another definition of how quickly baseball moves. I mean, you know, uh, for five years he was kind of a a slugger. And then things kind of fell off around that. There were so many good second base choices, but I'll I'll take Daddy Dozier. Yeah. Do we all have second baseman now? I, I still don't have my second not baseman. Yet. So I'm okay. so my last Man. two picks are going to be at second there base. There are so many good names there. There's got, there's good I, mean, names I guess I can take another sure. third baseman too, but second base Shown. feels like a position it's I can It's a good name festival. Take. I'm excited for whoever you take. Um, foolish? Ooh, okay. 
Do I have two picks in a row? Is that how this works? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. I think it's okay. your second to last so good, just, set. Just, just checking in. Yeah, no, good update. We're almost at the end of the good draft, update. yeah. Okay, I'm going to go... I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab third base and shortstop here at the turn. I don't think I have those two yep. positions yet. So, so for my for my third baseman, I'm going to pick Melvin Mora. Oh. Um, and I kind of like that he can be in the same team as Brian Roberts because yeah. they definitely overlapped in Baltimore. But Melvin, Melvin Mora, he had some years for sure. None better than 2004. Uh, 2004, he, he hit 340, uh, 419 on base percentage, which led the AL, and then he slugged 562. Silver slugger. Yeah, I think Melvin Moore is definitely a good player to, to have in terms of you don't really think of him that much, but then when you hear the name Melvin Moore, you're like, yep, that guy was really good. His His two peak Baltimore years are, you know, Nine nine OPS guy, they could move him around. He he was Melvin Moore is a perfect good alliteration in the name. Mm-hmm. That's so oh, I love that. Yeah, it's a strong one. Okay, I said I was gonna pick shortstop. Okay, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna swap around a little bit here. I'm not gonna pick a shortstop. I'm gonna pick a uh, a DH slash first baseman. Uh, this will be basically interchangeable with Clasco and the team. It won't really matter. But when you said you had a low war DH you wanted to pick, Jake, I got a little bit okay. nervous. Oh, I think I, I a little bit. I don't. I was. I was planning on saving this guy for the whole draft, but just to be safe, I'm gonna make sure I get him because I love him. Uh, Nick Johnson is gonna Ooh, be my DH. Okay. Huge, huge Nick Johnson fan. You know he he struggled a lot with injuries, but he was a great like classic early Washington Nationals player slash late expo, just like mm-hmm. Vidro. And the thing with Nick Johnson is just, no. he had a 399 career on base percentage. And it's like, at that point, you can basically do no wrong in my eyes. So I'm going to take Nick Johnson. He only had 14 career war, but that's my pick. Yeah. Yeah. Ner- uh, when I was constructing, I thought he might be too injured, but I, I think the numbers probably would have bared out about the same. Like like we, I think we'd look at him pretty similarly. I think it's a legal pick, is what I'm getting. Oh, oh, for oh sure. it's a great. I think it's a. I think it's the vibe I'm going. For. One of my sister's favorite players, uh, and like you alluded to, a little ahead of his time. Like Nick Johnson would yeah. be appreciated a lot more today. A little bit of the injury. And he bad lead off. Yeah right. Um, Nick Martini, get out of here, Nick Johnson. Um, no, that's a good pick. I. Uh, my guy is a little pre-Nick Johnson. I, I don't think you guys would have him on your board. I only thought of him because when you said Ryan Klesko, Ryan Klesko and this guy are, are different, but I always used to look at them and say, like, they remind me of similar ball players. I can't believe how low his war is uh, for having a really nice offensive career. I'm going to take David Segui. Um oh. David Segui, if you're not familiar, hey, all name team, um, switch hitter. Um, he's got a bunch of seasons. He has like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's got almost 10 seasons with an 800 plus OPS, uh, 10 career war with a negative <laughs> 12 D war. So I guess in the field he was pretty bad, but that's why I'll DH him. 
Um, I always wondered why people didn't like David Seguimore at the time. It's a great name. I think we should probably start there in terms yeah. of evaluating the pick. And I think it's a great off-the-board pick as well. Like you said, you know, he was a little before BBD and I's time. Mm. Um, I know who he is, but yeah, yeah it's like I rem- I just a consistently really good, yeah, consistently really good hitter. And if we're talking about late round picks, you know, your wheelhouse guys, David Segui, mine's Nick Johnson. I think that's uh, it's a good strategy. He's David Segui, career. This is a 15 year career 291, mm-hmm. 359, 802 OPS. It's pretty 15 great. 15 years. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, okay, flaunt my pick again. BBD, two picks. Two picks. With three it's to go. It's my last wraparound. Yeah. Um, I, I just. <laughs> I, I had this guy on my board. I thought he played more center field than than he really okay. did. So he will slot into my right field slot rather smoothly. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Alex Rios. I saw okay. saw Rios. So that kicks yeah. that kicks Abanez to DH. Yeah, keep him at DH. I would assume he grades out as a plus <laughs> outfield plus defender in right field. Uh, and he can he did, play yeah. some center as well. I, I'm assuming he grades out well in right because he played 427 games in center. Um, which ain't nothing. And uh, the last, on my wraparound, unless we, we've got some Alex Rios discourse. I, I was just going to say, I think the seasons Alex Rios was really good. I, I That was like main fantasy baseball time for me. I Like he had his breakout year. And then the follow-up year was good, so there was that. And then he waits a few years for another really big year with the White Sox. But yeah, he gets a, he had kind of a second act out there. Yeah, it's a um, good pick. And on my the second pick here, I think if I think I would pick a different guy at second base if I'm just trying to construct the best team. But I'd like to add a little more name factor to my mm. uh, to my roster. And I don't think Dan Ugla. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I get that. I uh, a, a big part of my heart wanted to end up with Disco Neal. Ooh, but Disco Neal Walker. That's too soon. Yeah, it's a little, it, it. It just happened. That's too soon. Um. Okay, those are good picks, BBD. The second base pool. I I almost can't wait till this is done to discuss some of the names in there because it is. Oh yeah, there's definitely some ridiculous. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's see. I need a first baseman and a catcher. I know who my catcher is going to be, so I'll just I'll just do that one first. Uh, I'm going to take Mike Lieberthal. Uh, couple Phillies greats in this draft go. Uh, Mike Lieberthal was just consistently solid for a long time. Um, I had some numbers up before. He played 14 years. Wow. Um. And yeah, he's got one like blowout year, a nine fourteen OPS, which again for a catcher. But every other year, he was pretty much you know mid mid sevens to low eights, and he just did his thing for those Phillies teams. So I uh, I like Mike Lieberthal. Okay, get off my back about it. Yeah, I mean, I I was ready to just attack you for that pick, but you said to get off your back. <laughs> I was like, okay, I will. You know? I. Uh, and I think someone that maybe we all eliminated at the catcher position was Javi Lopez. He was just under. 
but he oh i didn't even realize he, he had was under. A, i assumed he was he over. had a massive year he had a 44 homer year that is i that, think was is top that still, five mvp is that still the like single season catcher record it might yeah i think, I think it, it might is. be so um okay so the catchers are closed off um foolish you have your two out of three to go unless i missed a pick by you yeah i think i'm Am I wrapping up here? Is this that is your final two. So who did I miss? I miss, I have Ruiz, Klesko, Roberts. Did you take a shortstop? I haven't. I haven't picked a shortstop okay. yet. I think I'm picking shortstop here, and I'm picking. Um, what's the other? Center oh, field. I, I didn't write in Nick Johnson. My bad. Um, so okay. yeah, you need shortstop and center field. Yeah, that's kind of weird that it turned out that way because I think I said at the beginning of this I'd be <laughs> targeting positions. premium positions, and here I am ending on shortstop and center field. Um, Okay, so I'm just going to – I'll pick center field first. And uh, my center fielder – and this is – I feel like it was very important that I got this guy because, Jake, you got Grissom, and BBD, you got Sean Figgins. I needed a base stealer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to go with Michael Bourne as my uh, center fielder. I, yeah, I love him. Yeah, he was just so fun to watch. Michael Bourne uh, led the uh, – he led his uh, respective league in stealing – Three years in a row, 61 steals, 52 steals, 61 steals again. Did it with pretty good ratios. He wasn't an amazing hitter by any means, you know, but um, he was uh, he was good defensively in center field. He won a gold glove there, I think. If not, yes, he won two gold gloves mm. there, and they were they were fairly deserved. He had some he had some good seasons by the metrics defensively. So, yeah, my center field is going to be Michael Bourne. Um, there was another player I was looking at from that era that was pretty similar, I'll say. And then for a short stop, just to finish up, I'm going to go with uh, Rich Aurelia, mm. who I think is definitely definitely a good like name recognition mm. guy. Like people, like, when you say oh. Rich Aurelia, people are like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. And the thing about Rich Aurelia is he he basically was just like a very like normal average player for most of his career. I feel like most people remember him for being a giant. It, I'm looking at his baseball reference page. He did play for other teams besides the Giants, but I only remember him as a Giant. But in 2001, Rich Aurelia just had one of those monster years. It was the same year Barry broke the single-season home run record. But Rich Aurelia as a shortstop, 206 hits, 37 homers, drove in 97 runs, hit 324, 146 OPS+. plus. That's just a monster year. And then otherwise, besides that, just a completely kind of forgettable production. But, yeah, and also good baseball name, Rich Aurelia. Rich Aurelia. I think there's some really good trivia questions that circle around Rich Aurelia. I'm blanking what they are right now, but, like, you can you can dupe your average baseball fans because I think everyone assumes it's, like, Bonds or Jeff Kent from those Giants teams, but I think there's some good Rich Aurelia questions. I'll, I'll have to. Yeah, it might be 200 hits and 35 homers in a season or something like that, you That's know? That's a huge year, man. That's a huge year. Um, man, uh, this is kind of nuts. Max Muncy has a career thirteen point one WAR, so he'll when our kids do this, he'll be picked by. Them. Oh yeah, he's gonna be one one. Um, that's WAR is such a weird thing. Especially um, when you do it this way and this the versatility, all that. So I stumbled into a guy uh, for my final pick. I need a first baseman still. Uh, this guy's gonna be a little before your time, um, but you guys probably know him because he's still around baseball. Um. Aubrey Huff. No. Um, I am going to take John Cruck. John Cruck. Yeah, I like uh, that. Philly's legend. 
man again where I think maybe offensive. Well, no. Career 300 hitter, 397 on base, 842 OPS. Um, his three all-star years were from age 30 to 32. Um, I mean, just like a professional hitter, couple 20, two 20 homer seasons, that's it. So, again, like that probably wasn't appreciated as a first baseman at the time, but all-time baseball guy, I kind of stumbled into it because I didn't have a plan there, but um, John Crook. I think it's a great pick. Thank you. I like it. Fits the vibe. Well. BBD? Yeah, pitcher spot, right. kind of toughest for me to, like, make a real big a board big about. Uh, I can, uh, I'm can. i hesitant that that there's going to be some big miss at the comments or you right. guys are going to just immediately be like, oh, you should have gotten this guy. I was able to narrow it down to two guys that I'm, I'm excited to choose between. I'll pick – I was comparing them because they're similar, but one guy is just, just enough of a tick above – this guy and everything as far as their like five year peak numbers. Okay. Um, but if you want to tell me he was too injured, I can pivot. Uh, I'm going to take Eric Bedard. Oh, okay. I love that pick. I love that pick. Yeah, that's fun. Eric Bedard was gross. Orioles Mariners. Did yeah, he, he do had some a, he had a Red Sox year at the end? I think. Um, Bedard did have a Red Sox year. Red Sox, Pirates, Houston, and Tampa. Okay, so he was a he suck <laughs> he was around a pitching vagabond. Suck around for like three more years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, guys, that was fantastic. I will. I'll go through the teams, and we'll probably make graphics and stuff, and get it out tomorrow because uh, this is this is really good stuff. Um, BBD's final team, Jason Veritek behind the dish, Paul Canerco, Dan Ugla, Michael Young, Sean Figgins, Pat the Bat Burrell, Vernon Wells, Alex Rios, Raul Abanez, and Eric Bedard on the bump. I have a couple fills, huh? Mike Lieberthal and John Crook, Brian Dozier and Carlos Guillen, Edgardo Alfonso on the hot corner in the outfield, Garrett Anderson, Marquise Grissom, Jermaine Dye, David Segui with Matt Kane on the hill, and then... Foolish Baseball Bailey Freeman with Carlos Chuch Ruiz, Ryan Klesko, Brian Roberts, Rich Aurelia, Melvin Mora, Jason Bay, Michael Bourne, Bay and Bourne, how about that? Richard Hidalgo, <laughs> Nick Johnson, and Ben Sheets on the rubber. Um, guys, this, this landed in a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, any names that, that jump out, I mean, it's, it's what baseball's good yeah. at. Um, the, other, he, the other pitcher I was choosing between with Bedard was Ubaldo Jimenez, which mm, name factor. Uh, I almost did it anyway, and I could have made a good Trevor Plouffe joke because he owned Trevor Plouffe. Mm. Uh, another name that stuck out, I almost, uh, until I stumbled into more catchers, uh, Mike Stanley was was fairly high on my okay. list. There's some Yankee stuff there. but uh, And he technically started in the 80s, so I, did, I didn't want to do the debate on if he's legal. For me, it was uh, second base is insane. I'm I'm just gonna start reading off names. Um, I mean, some of these guys weren't even candidates, but just sh- like Jose Offerman was really good for a couple years. Um, let's see who else is here: Mark Loretta, Mark McElmore, yeah. um, Marcus Giles, like Adam Kennedy, Giles was on Ronnie board. Belliard, Damian Easley, Brett Boone. Like second base is just we could do. A f- I could do a full lineup of second basemen. Um, yeah, we could do this. I had a, getting just our top five second basemen from the era. Fernando, yeah. Vina. see you in a couple weeks, Bailey. Does he? Oh well, yeah, Vina. Vina was really good. good. That's a really good baseball. Yeah, player. yeah. 
I had I had Freddie Sanchez oh, uh, as my sort of Sanchez. second baseman that I thought would get picked, but then batting crown winner. Mm. I mean, what more can you say there? <laughs> that's the whole scouting report. Yeah, that's the that's all I have on him is he won a batting title. Dude, second base, like Ricky Weeks. Um, second base is nuts, uh, and there's so many yeah. guys. And Th- third base, there were a lot of options. Mike Lowell. Uh, yeah. I had Phil Nevin on my board. Ooh, Forty yeah. over season. Hot. Martin Prado, Andre Ethier, a fun name to say. Andre Ethier, Ethier, I had. Prado, I had. Ethier was one of the first names I grabbed, but what um, I'm. Let me see. I think the only other, the only other thing we should run through for the people. Leave your comments. You're obviously going to have so many baseball players we missed because that's the beauty of baseball. Um, I'm trying to see what other pitchers are right under that 30 war mark. Yeah, Ooh. I was looking at um, Alex Fernandez yeah. uh, as a potential pitcher. I looked at him and Charles Johnson to get some like 97 yeah. Marlins representation. Good. And then, and then my kind of weird under the radar, like if I picked a pitcher, last pick was going to be actually Hisashi Iwakuma, okay. who was just just consistently good in MLB his whole career. So that would be my it, pick. The Flying Fish was that a nickname, or am I dreaming that? I don't know if that was the nickname, but I'm okay. gonna say that is the nickname. You sounded so convincing. Right? Why do I think like that? that? Um, unless it's wrong. Uh, yeah, some other pitchers that are jumping out. The one that just made me groan, Jared Washburn. Speaking of those Angels <laughs> teams, oh yeah, I mean, my wow. God, um, Ace. the definition of. Um, let me see. Any other pitchers that really jump out? Johnny Vandermeer, of course. Um, Charles Nagy, Scott Erickson are, are great pitchers from that area. John Lieber, I think I think one time Lieber, I was yeah. high, I messaged Bailey and I said, Go check out John Lieber's stats and <laughs> Bailey was like, Please okay. leave <laughs> me alone. Um <laughs> sir. But uh guys, this was this was fantastic. I think we need to wrap it up. We actually have, have to record. I have one more oh, one more Scott thing. Kasmer. And if I were to do it again, Casmer I think was too hurt. Yeah, um, it's hard to do it again. I think I would have waited on Pat Burrow a little bit because I did have three left fielders that mm. I could have. I would have been happy to end up with any of them between Pat Burrow, Jason Bay, and Josh Willingham. Ooh, Willingham! I, I almost still took him as a DH guy, but then mm. Ibanez kind of fell throw him behind the dish. That would have been funny business. It would have been all about that. Andy Ashby, God, does it? Get- yeah, I definitely think for like BBD's team. You know he's so strong, and he, like you said, it's a fantasy baseball team. So he has just so many homers and RBIs. And I think what he did that I liked at the end is he picked Bedard, who is just like a true strikeout Mm. pitcher because his defense kind of stinks. He knows his team. It's not third, and so he's just like, we don't want balls in play. We'll just we'll just get Eric Bedard. He'll strike out ten per nine. You know. (laughs) Yeah. This. uh... (laughs) Yeah. I. That lineup looks eerily familiar. Um, I might have to go. I might have to go dig through some old Yahoo accounts. Uh, God, some of these pitching names: John Danks, um, Hideo Nomo. That's a fun one. Uh, guys, this was awesome. Bailey, thank you so much. Uh, go check out all of Foolish Baseball stuff and Foolish Bailey on the YouTube machine. Go check out the merch too. Uh, We've got John Boy Media. You guys already know Compound, Talking Baseball, JJR, Talking Yanks, Talking Nets, Talking Giants, Chris Rose Rotation, everything. The breakdowns are pretty popular. Um, Thank you, guys. Leave some comments. Share with a friend. Leave some names. Have some fun. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Bake the algorithm.
Shake sucks.